1: and subscribe to the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm Sherry. And I'm David. And we're talking about a a fun concept for both of us today, and we're going to call it, David just came up with this, it's fabulous, the power of perspective. And this is a concept that we see a lot in CBT, And it's a real buzz topic, I feel like, in society, uh, in general, just this power of positive thinking, you know, there's a lot of books around this change your thinking, change your life. And so there's a lot of really great therapeutic concepts to this. And so we want to, to address that and talk about this and, you know, give you some examples in addiction and betrayal situations, but also in uh, in other circumstances. So we've got a lot of different examples and ways you can apply this. A lot of people talk about this. And so we're going to kind of jump in to this concept of the power of perspective and how when you change that perspective, everything in your life changes. So give us our quote.
0: So I'm just looking at the Instagram account that we have, two therapists talking, but today William James is considered the father of American psychology. He has done a lot for the field, but he said our greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. Mm -hmm. And really that's our greatest weapon against stress. Everything. Yeah. Not just stress.
1: (laughs) I mean, probably not like happiness and things like that. Um, But yeah.
0: You know, this idea of the glass is half empty or the glass is half full. Mm -hmm. And your perspective will dictate your mood, Mm -hmm. um, your motivation, all sorts of things. And so this power of perspective is tremendous at impacting our lives. Yeah. And for positive or negative, likely yes. it's already for negative, and positive, but yeah. a lot of negative, and awareness of this idea and how it's showing up for us, we can turn that into more positive impact.
1: And obviously, you can have some areas of your life where there it, it is. Maybe you see the glasses half full, and other spaces where it's more of a negative space. Um, but certainly, this is a major thing, and. I didn't realize this, but I sort of naturally, I guess, based on, I don't know, my personality, DNA, or however I was, you know, raised, I I live in that world. I live in that glasses half full world. And it is com- it has completely changed my life. Like, I can just see the patterns of where my life has gone, and the reasons it's gone that way. And it really comes down to this concept. And I guess I'm very lucky in that way, but this is a really, really big thing. It's easy for life to go in negative ways. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's kind of move on and kind of go. It doesn't have to affect things. It doesn't have to affect my mood. It doesn't have to like, okay, well let's figure out then a better way to do it or a way to do it now that we have these new circumstances. Um, so
0: Which is awesome for Sherry, right? (laughs) (laughs) For those of us who... Well, it's great to me. (laughs) Congratulations. For those of us who not so much, the the good news is you actually have a lot of power to think differently. Mm -hmm. And you'll find that like any habit or pattern, you can change it.
1: Yeah. It takes practice.
0: And it's almost like the first thing is to just give yourself permission to maybe have not been very effective without beating yourself up for it. Yes, no shame. Maybe a lot of the stress, a lot of what's going on in your life you created Mm -hmm. or magnified, made worse by how you thought about it. And that's what Mm -hmm. we want to talk about. So if you're naturally sunny dispositioned and (laughs) kind of see the glasses half full, that's awesome. Um,
1: But maybe there's a way or two here or there that you don't maybe see it that way. Yeah. That maybe life has happened, things have happened, and it's shifted your perspective in that way.
0: Yep. The good news is you have more power than you think.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about that the first the check the facts. Check the that facts. You do David. I it's love great. the check
0: the facts. And and this is something that you do when you aren't feeling good. The idea is that you experience something, someone said something, something happened, and you need to check the facts about who you are and how your story is actually going to be. So the idea mm-hmm. is if you're, you're frustrated, you're feeling depressed or anxious or anything like that, you breathe, mm-hmm. you arrive in your body, as best you can, take a really deep breath or two or three, and you check the facts and the facts about who you are. So for example, the facts would be that I am a child of God. My worth, my value is a 100%. I am lovable as I am. It's not about what I've done or what I'm doing. It's about who I am inside. Mm -hmm. And that isn't going to change, and you find that a lot of the distress you may be feeling is because you're not being faithful to that fact, but yeah. you're feeling um,
1: your worth is tied up in that somehow.
0: Right, you're 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 feeling dependent on the situation or what somebody else thinks external or an outcome
1: of yeah approval and worth. Yep, and if, if that sounds like the dailies affirmations from our dailies episode. You're right. These are really tied there. And that's one of the reasons why you want to make that, those affirmations, that daily habit, because you're getting that daily reinforcement of that. And it can be something you can come back to quickly and easily. I like the one we were talking about before we started recording the concept of I am safe Because I think that's a really powerful one as well and governs a lot of what causes us to stress is that we're feeling we're not safe in any given situation. And so uh, when David said that, I said, well, what if you're not safe? And he gave this beautiful clarification. So I'll let him tell you what that is because it's spot on.
0: It's a long-term perspective. So this idea, for example, that your story ends well. And you are going to be okay. That despite the current stresses, experiences, circumstances, situations that you're in, ultimately the sun will set and rise again. Life will go on and you will be okay. And I think...
1: And you really put it even in the extreme perspective of saying, even if you were to die tomorrow, you're still safe. Right, and that I think is what really I was like. Yes, that because this, I'm still safe even if the worst of the worst happens. I think that is where this this phrase comes from because I know a lot of listeners are probably going to go, yeah, but what if I'm not safe because yeah. mm-hmm. these horrible things are happening? I might lose my job. I might, you know, right. I might die from this illness, which is fair. Hmm. Those are and, big things.
0: And so I, I really believe it's it's this, there is no worst case scenario taken literally. And for me, the foundation comes back to this gospel concept of Jesus teaching, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked about, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And you think about what that means. How would he... Have the confidence to say that, despite the situations that we encounter. Mm -hmm. What is it that makes us heated? Yeah. Like, how is our heart not troubled? How how are we not afraid? Yeah. How do we do that? What what is he talking about? And I really think it's this long term perspective of he has us and he's not going to lose us ever, ever. And I find great confidence in it personally that I can't mess that up. Yes, I can make decisions that make things hard, and then I would have consequences because of those decisions. Mm -hmm. But he remains constant, and so there is no ultimate worst-case scenario for me. I mean, even if I were to die, I think die um, would bring, actually, a lot of rest in a (laughs) lot of ways. So that, that loses some of the sting for me, but... No, things are going to be okay, and that's the facts. So mm-hmm. when we when we say check the facts, it's being able to step back and look at your situation differently because you're up above it now, sort of a bird's eye view. You mm-hmm. talk about a thirty thousand analysis of, uh-huh. of
1: of life, and I think uh, just to go along with that, my my mom used to say, uh, look at look at things from a thousand year perspective.
0: Thousand years, yep.
1: yeah. Yep. <laughs> so is this gonna be as big of a thing in a thousand, <laughs> thousand years? Thousand years. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Wow.
0: Well, nothing's gonna be a thing, right? Speakers, right?
1: <laughs> but um, you know that is kind of the idea, and and for those of you who may not come from you know a Christian background, look at that. You know, from okay, we talk about this concept of something greater than you and all of that and that's something to consider where where do you fit in that greater than perspective and it's it's my belief that everyone needs that greater perspective yes. and that that's an important part of being able to live in a a healthy space whether that you know is Jesus or whatever higher being level that you have that you can connect to And we talked about that a little bit in that dailies um, episode, but it changes how you do life. It changes how you can connect to yourself, others, your experiences, if there is that there. And so maybe that's some initial work that needs to be done if you're in a little bit different space, but I think it's critical as you're moving through some of these, these concepts, but just in general in life.
0: Yep. So check the facts, Mm -hmm. stop, breathe and check the facts, the facts of who you are, how your story ends, Mm -hmm. which is good. And I believe that with all my heart, if my story ends well, your story ends well, I'm not some exception to the rule. Right. God does not love me more than he loves you or anybody.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this power of perspective, one of the most important things we've learned in this field in the past several decades is this realization that our thoughts govern our feelings, Mm -hmm. our moods. And so if we are not feeling good, we can trace this back to not thinking good. And again, (laughs) you're not in big trouble here. This isn't some kind of quiz and you failed. This is a matter of if I'm feeling something, it had to have a start, a beginning somewhere. Right. And that may sound like, well, if this happens, of course I'm going to feel this way. Well, how would you feel if you, know, if, yeah. if you wrecked your car or if you just learned of a diagnosis or if you... And, and that's fair. There's going to be a lot of hard things that yes. come at us. And yes. even in those situations your thinking, your thoughts will still govern how that's received and what you do with it.
1: Yes. So a little personal story. Um, when I was in college, I had tried out for the touring dance team and was really excited about that. And I, I'd made it on the team and over Christmas break, I was ice skating with my family and we did one of those little you're ice skating, you like hold on and you're in a row and you're just all skating, holding on to the person in front of you. And I was close to the end and we went around, you know, curve, I go flying. my sister's in front of me, she goes flying. she lands on my leg and it breaks. And um, went to the you know hospital, yep, it's broken, come in tomorrow, we'll get you all decked out with your removable casts and all that, you know, all that stuff. And um, I, I went home, and, you know, this is really hard. Like, I could legitimately get removed from the team because they haven't started practices yet. And how were they going – no, how am I going to dance on a touring team with a broken leg – right? Like it's it's not going to happen. And this is something I've been working for and so excited for, for, you know, a number of years and kind of the culmination of my, um, dance career. And I, I was pretty upset about it. And in the car on the way to my appointment, the next day, both of my parents were in the car and, I told them, I said, this is the only time you will ever hear me cry or see me sad about this. And I'm going to like, this is it. Like, this is my time to be sad. And then I'm going to change my perspective about it. So I'm allowing myself to feel the pain and the sadness around it. And then I decided to change how I thought. So it's important not to negate you know, important feelings, but then to be aware of how they may be then affecting your thoughts. And so I came up with a list of the top 10 reasons um, to have a broken leg. (laughs) One of which was that I got a a handicap parking pass for school, which means I got to park close to my classes, which was awesome. Um, Another of which Mm -hmm. was I didn't have to shave that leg for several months. (laughs) I I can't remember all of them. But it changed things. Hmm. And the outcome then in my life, I was so, this is going to benefit me in whatever ways, and this is going to end up being a good experience for me in whatever ways that as I went forward, um, I ended up being made the team captain. Because I was there the whole time, I learned every dance from a chair. Um, I was the one I I led everyone in our you know, warm-ups and all, you know, stretching and all of that from crutches. And I think it ended up helping me because this was this was the backup tour team that I had just made which you had to be on and had to do this in order to make it to the next level. I think that is what made it so that I ended up getting on the tour team. Um, because they saw that they saw that I was dedicated no matter what, that I was there, that I worked hard, that I wasn't, you know, down on myself or didn't check out that I continued to help other people from that, you know, perspective in that situation. And I think that is, you know, because there's a million amazing dancers, right? And so what is the thing that ends up standing out? And I think that's what made the difference.
0: Wow. That's a good story. I like it. And it just, like you said, came naturally to you. Yeah. This wasn't an assignment from mom and dad. Right. <laughs> trying to help. And I imagine listening to this, you, you get the concept, but you're also struggling with very serious things. For example, a spouse who is unfaithful. So whatever it is you're feeling listening to this podcast Here's an angle that I want you to consider. It's been said that the joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything Mm -hmm. to do with the focus of our lives. And so often in here, and I'm sure this is the same for Sherry, you'll have a spouse who um, they've been through betrayal and they are right in the middle of it or in the beginning part of it. Well, what are they going to do with that? What are they going to do with that information? How do I find? Mm-hmm. How do I how do I maintain a perspective that is positive or beneficial in something like that? Yeah. It's almost a you know this is like the worst thing that could happen to me. Yeah, in a relationship.
1: And and I often will see in uh, groups or in different you know communities of betrayal trauma almost this idea of. Well, don't you dare tell me, like, of course, yeah. like, there's no way that this is going to be anything else. Right. And, and to that, I would just say, well, of course you're in pain. Anyone would be in pain. And it's important to validate the fact that there is pain around betrayal. And then just like in that story, which obviously is such a tiny, per, you know, scale compared to this amount of pain, Allowing yourself to feel that and then shift and move forward, right? Where you become not, you move from a victim being victimized, right? Into not just a survivor, but a creator of the incredible life that you want to live, regardless of the circumstances. And it doesn't mean when your positive life isn't hard. It doesn't mean that hard things don't continue to happen based on the choices of others or the choices that you've made or whatever for, you know, in that situation, I didn't stop having a broken leg. I didn't stop needing to go to therapy, needing to do all these things to heal it. In fact, a month later, I actually fell down two flights of concrete stairs uh, with that broken leg. And I had, I had to take the stairs because the elevator wasn't working. And my, my, the, the bottom of my crutch caught the oh, stair. Mm. And I just went down.
0: Two flights.
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't fall the full two flights, but it was a two-flight section where wow. I fell. and And hit my leg really hard. And again, so let me give you another example then. So again, so I go in thinking... I'm in a massive amount of pain on my leg. And I'm like, this, I, I probably rebroke this thing. Like I'm in big trouble. Like I'm not going to clear enough healing to be able to put enough weight on it to dance when we go on tour. Like, mm. God, why is this happening to me? Why would you let this, you know, happen? I go in, get an x-ray, um, at the training facility. So I had, you know, these, cause I was on the team. I could use the facilities, um, there. And they look at it and they come back and they said, um, "It's a really good thing this happened. Like it's a really good thing that we saw this, because they somehow had not received the X-rays from my physician over Christmas break, and they they said we didn't realize exactly where he had broken this. And if you had not, like if if you had if we hadn't had this X-ray done." you would never have healed because we've been having you do therapy based on where we thought it was broken. And it was broken in the wrong, it was broken in a different spot than we thought. And you would have kept our therapy would have kept you with that broken leg forever. Like it would never Mm. have healed. And so, you know, it's just this other moment where you're like, am I safe? You know, you look at that, that long-term perspective.
0: Wow. That's interesting. I like that analogy a lot. Um, Because to the people whose partners have been betrayed, Mm -hmm. um, they come in and we talk about the purpose you're going to find in the pain, or as Viktor Frankl would put it, the meaning you make in your suffering. And you will come out of this process if you choose, because that's the power of perspective, it's your perspective, Mm -hmm. that you will come out of this process more loving, more understanding, more empathetic. And with a much better sense of your worth and value as independent from anything anyone around you is doing. Because what is more devastating to that sense of self than this partner that I've given my life to that has seen me in every possible scenario and they rejected me in a sense. They've been unfaithful. And right. they've said, all yeah, of there's you is the meaning isn't... you've made. Yep. <laughs> all of you is just not enough. Yeah. And that's pretty heavy. And so that's the x-ray that determined that the break was in a different place. And now you can Mm -hmm. do the healing, better healing, more focused healing. And you will become a more loving person as part of this process. Mm -hmm. Which is, you think about when all the dust settles, a thousand-year perspective is a big perspective. How about a a 10-year perspective? You will be a very different person in 10 years having learned who you are and now that impact yeah, is on your children, is on your grandchildren, and it's
1: and everyone else around you.
0: And everyone else around you, right? They
1: get to see that. They get to feel that. Yeah, it it makes an enormous difference. I love that that piece. That has been a driving force for me in my life as they go through hard things. Is that concept of being more loving and more empathetic because of what I've gone through?
0: Yeah. So for this episode, we are out of time. We're going to continue in the next mm-hmm. episode right where we left off. We're glad you joined us today. Hopefully this was helpful. Please join us in the future as we continue to talk about this.
1: Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at com or email podcast at Talking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.